Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I'm Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in the holy city of Jerusalem. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. For those who do not know, last week the Jewish people lost the greatest person in our generation, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, who's called Hasar HaTorah, the Prince of Torah. He was the Gadol Hador, the greatest Jew in our generation, and he was literally a walking Sefer Torah. Although I'm nobody to be eulogizing this great man, I will say that he really inspires me to continue learning and sharing Torah. We lost a great light in the world, and it's up to us to try to share and spread as much light as possible. So I hope in my small way through this podcast to do that. Everywhere that I've been going recently, I've been reading and hearing about gratitude. So I decided to speak about it today. I did an episode on gratitude back in November 2020 called When Every Day is Thanksgiving. And if you want more on the topic, feel free to check that episode out as well. Today I'm going to speak about different aspects of gratitude and there's an idea in the Torah that even if we learn similar ideas, because we have changed as people, we hear these ideas differently. And gratitude is one of those things that you really can never learn enough about because it's, a lot of it's about emotional emotional internalization, you know, like we, we understand certain concepts of gratitude and why it's good for us, but really getting it into our heart and changing our habits, that's, that's the avoda, that's the work that we're trying to do. And it's like that vitamin we need to keep taking. So today I'm going to shed some new light on what it means to be a grateful Jew. In last week's Parsha, Sav, we hear about the Thanksgiving offering, which is called a Korban Toda, which was brought by a person who was in a very dangerous situation and was saved. So a little bit of background. When we had the Mishkan in the desert and then the temples, animal offerings were often brought to Hashem, either to atone for our sins, to give thanks, to elevate ourselves spiritually. There are several different types of offerings. And today, prayer takes the place of those offerings. So obviously animal offerings is like a whole topic onto itself. And it's one I've actually always wanted to cover on the podcast, especially because I was an environmentalist and I was a vegetarian for seven years. So it was something that I really need to learn more about to to really understand why we did animal offerings, what their purpose really was on a very deep spiritual level. And that's something I would love to get into, but we're not going to get into it today. So if you are interested in that topic, though, let me know, and maybe I'll do an episode on that soon. Getting back to the Korban Toda, there's a beautiful idea here about gratitude from a Jewish perspective. The Medrash teaches that a person who brought a Korban Toda had to express double gratitude. Number one, for his salvation from the dangerous situation, and number two, for being exposed to that dangerous situation in the first place, which is (laughs) mind-blowing. Even if we don't understand why we went through a dangerous situation, we're expected to recognize that the suffering itself was ultimately for our benefit. And I think we can all understand why. Because if nothing else, suffering can affect atonement for misdeeds, it can bring unexpected good, it can cleanse us, and it can elevate us. It challenges us to become better, 
I think we can all think of at least one difficult situation we went through that ultimately was for our own good, even if it was painful. One of the things that my teacher, Sarah Yohevid Riggler, taught me that I never forgot is that we are in this world to be challenged. That is why we are here, and so we should expect challenge. Not that we should ask for it, but we should expect it. It's part of life. We're not here to be comfortable and stagnant. We're here to grow and to reach our potential. To go a bit deeper into the driving force of our challenges, I want to tell a story that I recently read. The Ramban, Nachmanides, a great Torah sage from 13th century Spain, had a student who was deathly ill. And the Ramban visited him and realized that this student was going to die. So he asked the student to do him a favor. The Ramban explained that there were a number of questions which had been troubling him regarding God's conduct toward the Jewish people, who were suffering greatly at that time. As he was deeply versed in the secrets of Jewish mysticism, he wrote for his student a kamia, which is roughly translated as an amulet, full of divine names. After his death, the student would be able, with this amulet, to ascend to a very lofty level of heaven where he could then ask the Ramban's questions and return in a dream to tell his teacher the answers. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> Shortly after the student's death, he appeared to the Ramban, and he explained that everywhere he arrived, he simply showed the amulet and he was permitted to continue his ascent. However, when he finally reached his destination and began to ask the questions that the Ramban had prepared, everything became so crystal clear to the student that there were no longer any difficulties that needed resolution. With his newfound insight, it was immediately clear that any apparent suffering was, in the big picture, actually for the person's good. So on a deeper level... The root underneath all din, all judgment, all harshness and pain inflicted on us in this world, all of our challenges. The root of all of this is chesed, is loving kindness. Everything God does is ultimately for the good and we have to feel this, but it can be very hard emotionally to fully internalize this idea. But having this knowledge, at least intellectually, even if we don't understand why something is happening at the time, it can really give us chizuk. It can give us strength to persevere in a challenging situation, just knowing that everything God does is ultimately for the good and ultimately for our best. Another related idea to this that gives me personal strength is the idea that Hashem does not send us challenges that we cannot handle. If we have a challenge, by definition, we can get through it, or better, I should say, we can grow through it. I mentioned this in my previous podcast on gratitude, but the Jewish people are called Yehudi, which is linked to the Hebrew word Hoda'ah, which means thanks. It's part of our essence as a people to give thanks to God for the good that he constantly bestows upon us. Hashem created the world to give us good. That's the purpose of the world, for Hashem to give us good, and it's our job to recognize this good. One of my teachers, Gadal Fenster, who is a businessman in Miami. He works in recovery and addiction and he teaches Torah through his Breast Love podcast. Recently spoke about this idea in a great class called Complainers Never Win. When we complain, he said, we fail to see the good in front of us and God forbid our situation may deteriorate even more because we're not grateful. This reminds me of an idea that I heard from Rev. Sin Esther Young-Grice, Grona Labracha. Her memory should be a blessing. She said, smile and Hashem will give you a reason to smile. Frown and he will give you a reason to frown. And I want to tell a personal story to illustrate this point. A month ago, my husband tore his Achilles playing basketball, which 
if any of you are familiar with sports, this is a very bad injury. And he had to have surgery, and it's been a month of, you know, limited mobility, bed rest, and it was wearing both of us out recently. I started to complain. I was saying, you know, this has been really rough, you know, things of that nature. The next morning, I banged my leg so hard on the corner of my daughter's bed. I don't know if any of you have ever like done that where it's like so bad. You're like in tears, Um, really bad black and blue. I didn't know for a minute if I could even still walk. That's how bad it was. And it was then that I realized I should have just been so grateful this whole time that at least I could walk, that my legs worked, that I wasn't in pain, that I was able to compensate for my husband's injury and do everything that we needed to do around the house. There is so much to be thankful for every day. Unfortunately, our nature is to see the bad and complain. And we see this in the Torah when the Jewish people kept complaining in the desert, despite the fact that manna, food, was literally falling from the sky every single day for the Jewish people. Imagine not having to cook or or think about what was for dinner and just go outside and pick it up for free. You know, and that was just one example of, of the goodness Hashem was giving the Jewish people in the desert, and yet they were complaining. And Gadal Fenster points out, based on our sources, that in complaining, we really get nowhere. And we may even worsen our situation because we are not grateful for what we have now. But in developing our attitude of gratitude, we actually open ourselves up to higher awareness. We expand our minds, our perspectives, we draw closer to Hashem and to other people, and we bring more blessing into our lives through gratitude. Our sages teach that there are times when a person himself can be considered a korban, an offering to Hashem. When a person experiences physical suffering, this is from Rabbi David Asher in his book, Living Amuna. When a person experiences physical suffering, if he does not complain, but instead continues to draw closer to Hashem through praising him, through trusting him, through being grateful to him, His body, this person's body, becomes the greatest korban, the greatest offering to Hashem. Because he's given something to Hashem that most people cannot. And just the last idea that I heard from my teacher, Sarah Yohavid Rigler, that I never forgot, she taught me that when we have challenges in our lives and we thank Hashem for these challenges, a lot of times the challenge will actually go away. When we can thank Hashem for the challenge itself, it will go away. And I know in my, in my own life, you know, I've been struggling with secondary infertility. I've spoken about it before on the podcast, which is obviously very challenging. And to be able to shift into a mindset where I thank Hashem for the challenge itself because of the fact that it showed me how strong I am, the fact that it made me more sensitive and empathetic, the fact that it strengthened my amuna, the fact that it has made me a more positive person and I'm able to see the good even in the darkness because of all of these things, I thank Hashem for this challenge. And it's very hard for me to thank Hashem for this challenge, but I want to thank him for this challenge. So we should all find an opportunity to do this in our lives. And in that merit, the challenges should just dissipate because there's no longer any need for them. So we should all merit to see the good in our lives and to thank God for every good he gives us, opening our eyes more and more to all that we have to be grateful for, even in challenging situations. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Be blessed.